0: Listening to On the Couch with Carly. Carly's couch is a safe space to talk. I'm a psychologist, but I'm not your pipe smoking, tweed wearing stereotype. Okay, so episode three. Thanks for joining me again. Um, I realized that last time there was a lot of noise in the background, and that was because. I was shuffling around a lot because my, my leg was going to sleep because I was sitting on the floor. So I'm tr- I've rearranged myself. It's still pretty awkward under this blanket, <laughs> if you can just imagine. Um, but we'll do our best. As you know, we are learning here. This is a so serious, amateur situation, um, but I'm hoping that it's going to be better than nothing. That's that's my that's my, my, my main aim um, is just to provide some kind of regularity here okay so today's episode might be a little bit of a short one um i just want to chat quickly about what not to say to pregnant people um i just think that there's a lot of vulnerability as we as i mentioned last time you know this is such a vulnerable time and particularly in the, the early stages of pregnancy but you know <laughs> we we do, not only don't have the cultural narratives to support and and um cushion new parents as they become who they're becoming as you know as parents and and it's such a huge learning curve and such a huge transition but we also put lots of pressure on on young parents on parents who are starting out on the journey there's there's a lot of um Yes, there's a lot of curiosity but also that can verge on um, invasive questions and so I just want to speak about that well first of all I think we have to try to steer away from asking people are they gonna have children how many children are they gonna have you know even in this day we we still do that I mean I even find myself doing it you know where you you find out someone's getting married and then the the first question is, oh, so when are you going to start trying or you find out someone's been together for a really long time and you're like, are oh, you going to get married? Are you going to have children, you know? And actually, I think we all need to understand that it's none of our business. <laughs> it's actually none of our business what other people do with their lives and particularly what they're doing with their bodies and how they're, you know, what, what their family planning story is. You know, if, if people want to share that with you, they will. And, of course, if you're very close with someone, if they're your friend and you, know, you already have established a certain amount of intimacy and you talk about everything with each other, sure, of course, you're going to talk about these things. But with perfect strangers, no, 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 no. It's not, it's not advised. Um, and the reason is it's not your business, but also you don't know what's going on. You know, some people are trying for a baby and they're not successful and they're upset about it. And you're questioning them, even if it is sort of casual and you know it's it's just rubbing salt in the wounds so just remember that we don't know what's happening behind closed doors we don't know whether people are trying or not trying whether they are finding it easy or not easy whether they've you know been on doing a IVF cycle or whatever it is and it it's it's very stressful so the the kindest thing to do is to mind your own business unless someone tells you and to just be supportive of whatever you get told, you know. Um, but I thought, let's just get like zoom in a little bit. So what's really interesting is when people find out you are pregnant, one of the questions that is seemingly a new, I don't know if it's new, maybe it's just because I'm of the age now where I'm having babies and stuff, but I didn't realize that when you fall pregnant, people think that they have a right to ask you how you fall pregnant i.e. they say, oh, were you trying? Or how long were you trying for? (laughs) Which is a really invasive question. Like, what are they really asking? Are they saying, you know, when did you start having unprotected sex? Is that something that people are are allowed to ask you? (laughs) It seems really invasive and kind of, I don't know, like just insensitive like it's, it's it's a private matter right well, why are we asking each other these questions um but people do people ask you have have you been trying were you trying um how long did you try for you know what worked in the end or whatever it may be you know like I just think those questions unless someone offers that information to you it's not really it's not really for public consumption you know and it Obviously, as I said, if it's your friend and you, you've been part of the journey, cool, you know, communicate about such things with your with your friends. I mean, it is important to have someone that you do discuss the ins and outs with if that matters to you. But I think as people who are just, fi- you know, on the outside of a pregnant person's journey, um, we need to be really, really careful about what we ask and what we expect, what, what information we expect from a person. Um, Another question that I think is really invasive that we need to um, really just check in with ourselves, like, why are we asking this? And then the other thing I think we need to be aware of is when we talk to a pregnant woman about how she is um, carrying the baby, um, I don't know why I mean maybe I just find this very triggering but um, you know one of the things that is difficult when you're in that first three months and and you sort of I guess holding your breath about whether this will be a viable pregnancy or not is the idea that I mean this is maybe just a, a factor that we have to think about is that there is such a thing as a missed miscarriage where you're pregnant And you don't even realize it but when you go for your scan you find out that you had a miscarriage and and so there is this like fear that you might be carrying around a dead baby or um a a dead embryo usually is at that stage you know um but one of the ways that manifests is a kind of fear around pregnancy symptoms like are my pregnancy symptoms waning do my boobs still feel as sore is my stomach Uh, looking pregnant enough um, etc etc and it can be quite anxiety provoking if you feel like suddenly your 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 stomach isn't as big as it was or you don't have the same pregnancy symptoms that you did once have it's one of the ways I think you the anxiety gets triggered anyway one one of the things that people can say and ask you which really triggers this and, and really doesn't serve you is um they could, is, is any any real mention of your bump size or any real mention of how big you are, whether you look pregnant or not. Like for just to tell a pregnant woman, if you find out they're pregnant, to tell a pregnant woman, oh, you don't look pregnant. <laughs> like, what does that mean? Like, why are you saying that? I think there's so much weird stuff around like body image and the beauty standards. And so like, I guess what we're telling women is like, you know stay small and you know if you're small you don't look pregnant and if you you know if you carry well you don't look pregnant you just have like a tiny bump you know and I think all of that is still as as much fuckery as like just generally talking about women's bodies as if you have a right to to ever discuss another person's body of course we don't do this with men we only do this with women and pregnant women are even more vulnerable to that so just be really mindful about speaking to pregnant women about their bodies, how they look, how, how pregnant they look, how well they're carrying. All of it is actually A, none of your business, and B, potentially anxiety-provoking. So if you tell someone that they, they don't look like they're pregnant, you know, what are you trying to say? Um, it could feel like you're saying, you you know, you you, you don't have you're not you're not doing this well enough you know i mean it's not everyone would feel that way but it's just a cautionary um to that you know and and if and if you if you tell them oh you're carrying so big what are you saying then you know like you're fat you you know like what difference does it make you know talk about like honestly with all of this stuff like talk about the feelings just ask the person how they're feeling You find out they're pregnant, ask them how they're feeling and let them direct you as to what of this process they want to share with you and just be with them in their experience. It's none of our business what other people are doing with their bodies or what is happening inside of their bodies. We have to try to remember that. And and of course, like, I do understand, like, we're just curious, naturally curious. We might not be thinking about it very carefully. It might just pop out of our mouths. Cool. I get it. It happens. But just... Be mindful, like just think a little bit about it because it really does have an impact. Okay, Um, what else did I wanna speak about? So, oh, the other question that I feel like is also really an invasive question and not everyone will struggle with this. I think some people will be happy to talk about it with absolutely anyone and everyone and that's so cool, go for you, you know, like do it. But I think that like a perfect stranger asking you whether you're going to go for natural or whether you're having a cesarean. That is totally private and has nothing to do with anyone else. Um, It also has nothing to do with anyone else, whether they're choosing a midwife or going for the gynecologist route. You know, unless you guys are already close and discussing these themes already in your relationship, I just don't see how another human being's choices are your business. If they want to chat to you about it, fab. You know, you can... Ask them about how their pregnancy is going and what are they, what are they busy, you know, thinking, what are they thinking about at the moment? You can do that, right? Like they can decide how much to give to you, you know, and and you can follow their lead. If they talk about their birth, great, that's what they want to talk about. If they talk about the fact that they're not planning or they're just thinking about their nursery furniture, then that's as much as they want to share with you. But it's up to them, right? You're not forcing the issue. I literally went to a market the other day and this dude wanted to sell me a book at his at his stall and saw so I was pregnant and just started like literally interrogating me. You know, how many children do you have? What was the birth the last time? What what are you expecting this time? Da 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 da. It's just like sorry, but I just don't want to speak to you about this. And Again, as a pregnant person, this is your right to say, sorry, this is a boundary for me. I don't want to talk about this. This is none of your business. It's super hard. I mean, to be honest, I didn't even make a very good attempt at, at having a boundary with this random stranger. I should have just said, that's uh, none of your business, but thanks, you know, cool, on with your day. I mean, I guess there's like a less rude way of saying it, just being like, Ugh. Oh, I don't share that with perfect strangers or, I don't know, why didn't you ask me another super personal question and I won't tell you the answer to that either. I don't know. I'm not sure how to answer these 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 sort of questions in a way that like demonstrates a boundary and, um, you know, but doesn't isn't rude. I mean, I guess you can just like laugh and walk away. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, you don't owe anyone anything. And particularly if you find it triggering and it feels anxiety provoking, like, no, you don't owe anyone anything. So... Um, Yeah, I think that we need to know what our boundaries are around these things and know when someone's questions feels uncomfortable and we don't have to go there. And we can, you know, use the people in our life as support and say, look, you know, because sometimes it's your family, right? Like sometimes it's your in-laws. And you can say to your partner, look, we're going to this family gathering. Can you please just watch when X or Y start asking me these personal questions? Like just butt in and make a joke or, you know, like just, you know, do, do your bit in helping me maintain this boundary around our privacy. Um, and I think that's really fair, you know, because it is sometimes a family member and they think they're deaf, they mean well, and they think they're just being like interested in you, but it's just too much. So I do think that sometimes we need to get help from other people to to kind of, I don't know, I, I guess, yeah, assert our boundaries and, and be in that position of, of sort of guarding our privacy with us. Um, and yeah, what well, obviously would make most sense if it was your partner, but it doesn't have to be your partner. It can be your mother or, you know, your um, friend, if it's a, it's a friend group or whatever it may be. Um, so I think that's really important for you. And And if you are pregnant or, you know, on this journey, like work out for yourself what you feel comfortable sharing. Like have a game plan, you know, speak to your partner about it. Say, especially if you've had a complicated journey, especially if you have... Um, had any pregnancy loss or if you have been trying using IVF or other methods that feel like private to you, you know, you can decide how much you want to share. And I would have a game plan around that. I would discuss it with your partner and whoever else knows about the full story and just be like, listen, this is what we're telling people. So just, you know, just know that if you say anything outside of this that you're betraying our privacy and if you hear anyone asking us that is invasive please just like help guard this privacy for us you know and I think that's really fair Um, so yeah I just want to normalize that and just say this is what we should be doing and thinking about okay the last two things that I wanted to discuss um, are a bit more sensitive so and they relate to pregnancy loss so If you find out that someone is pregnant, it's possible that you find out through another person. That happens. Um, So so and so tells you, um, "Oh, do you know what's what's their names are pregnant?" And you go, "Oh, that's amazing!" And they're like, "So cool!" And you just expect that because this person has told you that this is now public knowledge, right? Do not make that assumption. Okay, we have to be very careful about these topics. It is possible that someone has told you inappropriately so they've shared something that isn't their isn't their information to share does actually sort of betray the privacy of the of the person who's told them and I have learned the hard way that this is not this can go really badly so if you do find out that someone is pregnant Do not assume that this is common knowledge and that they are going to be happy for you to know this information or to um, share this in any public space. So when you see that person, do not congratulate them, okay? Unless you know that they have come up to you and told you that they're pregnant, do not congratulate them. The reason for this is that pregnancy loss does occur. And it's a really horrible feeling when you congratulate someone and then you find out that, in fact, they have lost a baby in the interim. And then they have to tell you right then and there after you've just congratulated them. It's, uh, it's a difficult process for both parties, for yourself and for the people that have lost their baby. Okay, so that's the first thing. The second thing is if you know that someone has lost their baby. Try to think about the way to speak to someone about their loss. Okay, so we do this when it comes to pregnancy loss. We also do this when it comes to failed IVF attempts. We also do this when it comes to birth plans, not going to plan or being traumatic. I guess we do this with every situation where we feel like something has been Taken out of the person's control and it's upset them. We try to, um, we try to to sort of, I guess, reassure. But it's almost like we try to make, make make it pleasant. You know, talk about what what could be rather than what is. So, for example, you find out someone's lost their baby before you actually connect with where they are and what they say uh, what they say they're feeling or what they, what they what they're expressing to you about what where they're at in their process you immediately start with don't worry you're gonna have a baby you're gonna you your time will come you know that whole thing I do think that when we do that we we, we really close people down we we're shutting down the conversation around the loss of course. There's, there's hope, you know, and I think hope is really important and there is a place for hope at some point in the process. But when we start with, it's gonna, it's all going to work out, don't worry, we're, we're actually denying a person their experience. So the best thing to do, just like when you find out someone's pregnant, is if you find out someone's lost their baby, ask them how they are. Ask them what they're feeling. Ask them what they need. And let that be your guide, okay? Because they will tell you where they're at in the process. And your job is not to push them to be at a different part of the process. If they're at the part where they're just coming to terms with the loss and it's very, very hard and they're feeling very, very sad, even if it's hard for us to be with that sadness and we want them to just feel better and we want to cheer them up, it's not our job to push them into the part of the process where they start to feel hope again, right? Right? We can just look them in the eyes, maybe put a a hand on their leg or give them a hug and just say, I'm so sorry and I'm here for you, right? That is what a person who is grieving needs to hear. And when they are ready to talk about it, they will talk about it with you and they will decide how to talk about it with hope being one of the emotions that they can feel. Um, And that might be, At a different time to when you want to talk about it as such um and that's that's the hardest part right is that it's a process so just be really really careful about how you talk to people about their loss um and this goes to this you know this is the same thing with ivf and everything else it's like that um that that sense of like we can't stay here in this shitty feeling but actually we're gonna push through it and we're going to talk about what could be in the future. Oh, don't worry, you're going to have a perfectly healthy baby one day. Or don't worry, you know your time will come. Or, you know, whatever it may be. Yes, that's true. Um, but it might not be what the person needs to hear right then and there. So generally, I think we have to just be better at listening. <laughs> I mean, I just want you to all know when I say that, I am a psychologist. I'm a trained professional. My job is to listen and I also struggle with this, you know, with the, with all these things. I also struggle not to rush to reassure and to learn to just listen and to be with what is rather than to tell someone what you want them to hear and what you want them to feel is hard. It's hard for me even. So don't worry if it's hard for you. But we're all learning here and we're all trying to do better. So. It is something that we have to try and do better at. We have to try and open up the experience rather than close it down. What is What are you feeling? What are you experiencing? Those are the questions you should be asking, not what birth you're having, how, you know, all of that, all of that sort of invasive stuff. How long did you try for? Or um, telling them that they're gonna have a, a baby one day so they must chill, you know? Like, it's just, yeah, it's just common decency, actually, to be more of a listener And to give people their space to grieve and to be with a person in their experience where they are in the process. Okay. So that's it for me today. Just a short one. And please let me know if there's any other questions or comments that I have forgotten to mention that you have heard as a pregnant person or as a person who has suffered from pregnancy loss or who's trying for a baby. What are the insensitive questions that people tend to ask? I'd love to hear from you. I'm going to create like a question box in my Instagram and you can comment on the Instagram post that I share about this this episode. I'd really love to hear from you. What are some of those awkward things that people do? Okay, thank you so much for listening and see you next time. Bye. (laughs) I'm gonna go